Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts, Matt Olson, JB, and Danny Oakstead. Hello and welcome, Magic Folk, to episode number 102 of This Week in MTG, your aggregate news source for all things Magic the Gathering. We're your hosts. I'm Matt. There's Danny. What's up? There's JB. Yellow. And we have some news for you this week. This one yeah, seems a little jam packed. Yeah, no, we don't have shit. Sorry. We're just wasting your time. Well, you heard it here, folks. Thank you so much for joining us this week, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See ya. No, we're Adios. Just, we're, we're just kidding. I'm not. <laughs> Danny, come back. You can blame it all on. You remember Baby, those Swiffer, come I, back. Remember those Swiffer commo- commercials? Any kind of fool can't see that Matt just plays blue all the fucking time. I give that a 7 out of 10. Yes, I'll take it. You're a little off pitch there. I'll take it. I'll give the effort a 10. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lyrically, a 7. Woo. Performance, a 0. Damn. Remember, everything's a 7. Execution's just fucked. I gotta fucking stick that landing, man. Oh, my God. Okay, so that reminds me. I don't even know if I can't even pull that video up anymore. Oh, but, my God. Um, it was a, This God. Week in Divergence. Oh, was it it the was one either a that? TikTok or something where that you fucking chick. Yeah, oh, yeah. Did I show you that one? Yeah. Oh, my God. It hurt just watching it. So this chick, was she doing a backflip or something? It was a gymnastics Yeah, it was chick, like, like some gymnastics thing. It was either flipping off the bars or doing a backflip or something. But she came down. Stuck that landing and her leg buckled backwards and it just like ah. Yep. So imagine oh, your, common. Knees, your knees are in front of you mm-hmm. and her now they're were, behind you. Your knees were behind <laughs> her. Oh, just uh, this, that's that's common in gymnastics. This sick son of a bitch was like, "Hey, Matt, look at this!" Right, and, and then they just kept like looping it. <laughs> and like fucking, forward, back, forward, hey, back, forward, you back. Ryan, get off fucking TikTok. I can't help it. And you were giving people so much hey, shit. Hey, I'm not near as bad as all y'all, though. It's been like three days since I've First of it, all, so. first of all, I'm not on TikTok. Let's get that straight. <laughs> you will be. No, eventually. I won't. I, I said the same thing. <laughs> he wasn't a believer, but now he's a believer. Have you heard about our Lord and Savior TikTok? Fuck you all. Let's, uh, I will mute you both. And then I saw the TikTok. Now I'm a Back. believer. <laughs> Yeah, Fuck them. We've got our own FCC here. <laughs> I'm Street Labs live. All right, we're just going to get shut the fuck down. Good. Yeah, it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> <laughs> we had a good run. It was what, 60 episodes? No, more than that because we took 80s. over at what? 18. 18, 18 was our first episode. Around what, 102? Yeah. 102. Don't you listen to the start of the podcast, No, JB? I don't. It's 90. I do <laughs> 84 episodes. Whatever the math is. On yeah, whatever the math that is. I sure. you guys suck at math. Math is for blockers. Yes, <laughs> math is for blockers. <laughs> I'm just going to swing at you with my big, big. You do the math. <laughs> Fuck off. Do you want to die or not? <laughs> right? You do the math. <laughs> So let's begin this episode <laughs> fucking blue blares by thanking our amazing patrons who think that our content is worth giving money towards. <laughs> Just fucking blue blares. 
I gotta get a clip. It's okay. Just, just just wait till you start playing some Legacy Danny, and I start making some flying spaghetti monsters on turn three. Too bad I don't have money to play Legacy. Neither do I. <laughs> well, apparently you took all your life savings away. No, I didn't. Because I don't have duels. I'm playing with fucking shocks, bitch, because I'm a poor motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one has $700 to drop on one card. Well, no, the ones I need aren't that expensive. I think the most expensive one I need is the Bayou, and I only need, like, one of those, and I only need, like, two Savannas and one Scrubland. You'll have a chance to get some of those, and you'll find out how Ooh. later. Foreshadow. Maybe. But thank you to our patrons. <laughs> Are you done yet, Matt? God. <laughs> Big G, Wade97, Chapman, D Moose, Amu the Fox, Colin, Noah, Slade, Third Ring, Chat, Third String Chapman. You get that wrong every time. <sighs> I'm so sorry, Third String Chapman. Third String Chapman. He'll Garrett, get it right eventually. And Nikki. Thank you guys for your patronage, and we hope that you find our content worth it. Uh, but I guess you guys stick around because we do awesome giveaways every month. We do a pack giveaway, two pack giveaways now that we're above 10 patrons every month for those in the $3 tier, and we do a commander card giveaway for those in the $10 tier. If you, if you, either of those sound tantalizing to you, check out the Discord, the, the Patreon. You, you Both sh- are there. You should rephrase that. Tantalizing? No. We, we do a double pack giveaway, not two pack giveaway. We give two packs I, away. It's not... It's a double pack because it's one giveaway for two packs. Not no, we give away each pack separately. Yes, not one well, person wins whatever. two. Yeah. Well, I two suppose. People, I suppose. Two, I suppose two people can win a pack. This is weird. The way I don't know. This is weird to write. I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out next time for y'all. Danny, you, why why don't you have this already done and written and said once? Because this is fun. It takes us thirty minutes to get through the sponsors of this episode. Just because. You talk. No. <laughs> no. It God is damn not it. It's all your fault. Jesus Christ. Fuck you both. I almost <laughs> stayed home tonight. <laughs> but it was the beer that brought you. It kind of was. That's the only reason I show up. <laughs> wow. 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 My wife's like, hey, you should stay home so I can make supper. It's like, uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Matt has alcohol. That's more right? appealing. Yeah, Matt's got yeah it's like, I want to try the new brains. Brains. God, we need a fucking soundboard. <laughs> I told Matt. There it was God. And Matt was being Matt. Right? Matt is typical Matt. Oh, four days later. Okay, he'll still have it. Totally. Thank you, JDM Sports Cards again. <laughs> <laughs> now you know what your Patreon money is going to. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we can soundboard. You can, you can buy it off Amazon for like $110. Look at that. All right, everybody, up your tears. <laughs> oh my God. We need a soundboard. Everyone, just tip us an extra there you go. monthly rate. JW Sports Cards and Gaming, thank It'll you be so much. It. Do Matt, you have an ad read yet? Matt, you done yet? For being our amazing sponsor. Do you have an ad read yet? <laughs> JW's has it's, all it's That face be, says it all. It's going to be funny to listen to this. That's cop just cut. Right? <laughs> eh, eh, eh. <laughs> JW's has all of your magic needs. <laughs> Do they? Magic cards. Oh, really? Booster packs. What kind of packs? What kind of needs do I have that your they have? Your standard Shut packs, up. your eternal packs. They have your needs for your sleeves. You know, They you have got, my needs, huh? Don't be silly. Wrap your card sleeves. So I can go Cardies. pick up my needs. Cardi B's. From J-Dubs. 
You could pick up your Cardi sleeves <laughs> from J Dubs. <laughs> <Push, laughs> Cardi sleeves, Jesus Christ! There you go, there you go. I love it. That's gonna be my magic alter ego now. I'm gonna go to tournaments. I'm gonna register to GP as Cardi sleeves. You're the, you're the real Wob. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, oh my god, god. Oh, Josh! Thank goodness I, I don't think he listens to this. But if he does, if this <laughs> is the one he like, decides to listen, guys. if this is the one he decides to listen to, oh my god, I'm so sorry, Josh. So, so are you? Have you put us in the the comedy hub yet? On yeah, have you tagged us the in the comedy podcast? Because <laughs> you should. I will now for the last hundred episodes. I will now. <laughs> but yes, go send love over to J Dub Sports Cards and Gaming. They got all. The things you need to buy for magic related stuff. Playmats, sleeves, cards. <laughs> <laughs> and your own cardi sleeves. <laughs> your own cardi sleeves. So JB, you must be hammered right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hammered. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking gone. <laughs> how many patrons are we at? Eleven. Eleven. And how many of them are Chapman? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not let's Thank not you, talk Chapman. crazy here. Uh, but no, okay, so I'm wondering, like, when when do you think we're going to get our um, GPs back? Our GPs? Not for a while. Not with... Delta variant coming? Well, not even that. It's just the fact of the r- most recent, like, backer kind of messed everything up. Right, well, because I'm like... Because now you got me thinking, like, the whole Cardi Sleeves thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> that for, like, the first GP that we go to... You know, like us, like if it comes to Minneapolis or anywhere close for us to go, I should dress up <laughs> and register as Cardi Sleeves and have it be my persona and I can go to a GP. Like the guys from the Dive Down, or was it the Dive Down that did the or did the GP in the in a merfolk costume? No, that was or was that Brainstorm? Brainstorm. That was Brainstorm, yeah. That was Brainstorm. He did it in a fucking... Corbin Hoss. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> See? Wow. And I was thinking, I was like, God, I wonder how soon that'll happen. Because then I could like gauge a number to set. Be like, hey, if we get enough this many patrons by then, I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> like, set set the number. But I'm trying to set a number because I don't know how. I don't know when that's gonna return. Set a number. Doesn't matter when it returns. If we get to that number, no matter what, at the next whatever big event, okay, we'll, go to. we'll we'll roll we'll roll it into our win a box tournament. <laughs> so if we get twenty. We get 20 patrons, we'll do the Winnebox tournament, and if we haven't had GPs announced yet by then, I'll do it for the Winnebox tournament. Chapman, get 10 more accounts. <laughs> 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 and we'll be there. Don't, don't listen to Danny. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, does, it, does it have to be 20 accounts <laughs> every month, or just his 20? No, once we hit 20. Okay, Chapman, just get 20, and then we're done. <laughs> just delete all the rest of them and just... We're good, because we want this on video. I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> okay, let's give you a breakdown of this episode now. First off, we're going to go over to the Boggle Desk with JB, who's going to tell us about some event results and some upcoming events. From there, Danny's going to tell us about some blog togs. Maybe. Then we're going to jump into the news, which involves some jumpstart release news, arena news, and the Netflix show news. And then one of the biggest things is Inside Esports kind of got uh, open mouth insert foot moments. They're 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 caught in like a pyramid scheme. 
allegedly allegedly after that we're going to jump to the finance section where we talk about magic cards and money after that deck of the week and then we're all done y'all can go home let's see how fast we can get this done because i say we get this done fast we'll definitely deviate off for like i don't know 30 minutes between topics where's my soundboard yeah we need a soundboard (sighs) Okay, we'll put that on the we'll put that on the list. First first and foremost, the first thing we have on the list is getting those sleep or those uh pl- those playmats. Speaking of, playmats are coming pretty quickly. So if you guys want one, hit Matt up and we can pre-order. Yes, and then sleeves. Same thing. <laughs> Some Cardi sleeves. Some Cardi fucking sleeves. There you go. Okay, now we're gonna have to order a Cardi sleeves variant. We're gonna two I'm gonna on I'm top gonna, of our I'm gonna hit up Punch Gut and be like Draw a yes. Draw a boggle with a <laughs> big ass Cardi B. <laughs> yes. Big old titties and, and big old booty. And they'll be my Cardi sleeves. That's the Cardi sleeves. Yes. Oh my god. And I will sleeve. I will sleeve my decks in them for tournaments. Thank. I will goodness. use them for tournaments. Bless. Bless that you would use. JB's me a sexy frog. Yes. <laughs> beast, sir. It's a beast, not a frog. It's a frog. Don't it's lie. A beast. Don't lie to yourself. It's a frog. Super type of beast, sir. Fun fact: they frog. can't like dev. They can't uh, delineate off of a bunch of different types. They tried this back in the in the day with like birds, falcons, and chickens. There's apparently a chicken back in old school magic. Yep. And they just like decided to wrap it all together mm-hmm. with bird. Yep. Burb. Because that. Burb. Yeah. Bird is. The good old bird. And the yeah. same thing I imagine with beast. Fun fact: there was a dinosaur back in the earlier sets as well, but then they changed dinosaur to beast, and then they rechanged those old dinosaurs back to dinosaurs when Ixalan came out. Good. When do we can get that uh, dinosaur plane? The dinosaur plane, like prehistoric dinosaurs. That's like it. Ixalan. Yeah, like you mean the... return to Ixalan? Like before Ixalan <laughs> for a boring ass, boring ass powered down set again. No, it's not Theros. Okay, uh, JB, we're past. Yes. We're at the boggle desk. Are we? We're at the boggle desk. Are you desk. sure? That was a shit segue, sir. Hey, man, um, I'm not. You good. are no longer Paul Blart. Oh my god, when was I ever fucking just take it? <laughs> just, just fucking take it. Just do your job. Just take it like a real Cardi B. Okay, so first up, we've got the salt report. Uh, we're not talking about it. What the fuck? It's the JB Salt Report. The the Salt Report isn't very salty. Do you want to talk about Sunday or Saturday? Saturday. Saturday. Sunday. Saturday. Sorry. What? Yeah, you were at the races Sunday. Yeah, I was at the races Sunday. Uh, What happened? Yeah, no, so Saturday. Yeah, so it was our final week of the quarter for league, and I finally decided to show show, show back up again, and I was like, I know I'm so far out of top eight, it's not even funny, so I just played a for fun deck, whatever, and it kicked my fucking ass like the whole every time i've played the fucking deck i've always been able to make at least a couple squirrels or at least get half the squirrel engine going right okay didn't make a single fucking squirrel the whole goddamn day you're not nutty enough and it fucking like i flooded first round like complete first round i just that's all i did was fucking draw land fucking pissed me off got shit wrecked and then last round i should have won should have fucking won but i didn't against some elementals that was close. We went to fucking, like, right at time. I went O two. 2 I should have fucking had it both times. It was so fucking close. Rough times. Squirrels just couldn't get you there. Nope, couldn't get there. I couldn't, couldn't make a single fucking squirrel, man. I was I was more pissed at that than anything, that I couldn't get a fucking squirrel. Single squirrel out. 
all all. those acorns and he couldn't find his nut. Right? (laughs) Couldn't get that nut. Now imagine if he had some curdy sleeves. Right? Might have been better. Maybe it'll help my variance problem. Would have nutted all over that squirrel. (laughs) My God. So so what happened to you after this? It's raining acorns. Later in the day. It's raining nuts! Is that a is that a quote? End quote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then First later on, experience? after after league, then I had these schmucks over for some tacos and cards. And yeah, so Matt was fashionably late. Like he Matt was always ma- is. He's Matt time. Yeah, he was on Matt time. He was like three hours late. So we got like two long ass games in before Matt even showed the fuck up. Yep. And I should have won fucking both of those. But these motherfuckers. <laughs> what happened? These Ryan? motherfuckers, like, top deck shit nope. right at the best fucking time possible to just completely fuck me over. What was the top decks? I don't even remember anymore. I was just that livid. <laughs> he saw red. One, right? Oh, well, saw. the first first round I was playing Brea, and that's, like, the best Brea I'd ever fucking done. Ever. It like, was, I had was, shit it everywhere. It was like, yeah, I was, like, fucking making was, doctors out the ass, fucking it like, was doing gross. all the things. It was fucking great. Who won that game? Preston. Yeah. Just like Preston won the second one, too? No, you did. I did. Oh, I thought Preston won the second no, one. I did. Pretty sure I did. Did you? Pretty sure. No. No, I, I killed you both. Did you? Yeah. Because you killed... You killed Preston. Did I? Keep, I don't even remember. I was so because because pre- you 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 were you were targeting because pre- that was that was oh, sorry, yeah because I was you, going you, after you Preston. You got salty because Preston didn't do anything <laughs> yeah, to me and did everything to you. Cause yeah, you he was coming after. at me hard first round, and I was like, "Fuck you!" So I started going after Preston second game. And their first mistake was letting me do whatever the fuck I wanted. What deck were you playing? I well, was, I was trying I was to be nice Landfall. to you so you wouldn't fuck me over. And did I? You did in the end. Someone had to win, <laughs> and it wasn't going to be you. Yeah, because y'all are assholes. No, I... Uh, so then Matt shows up, and did, he sits down. I did landfall damage to him. Yep. So he sits down with one of his bullshit decks. Fucking turn five, he's just windmilling his fucking dick everywhere, making fucking 50 hundred damn treasure tokens, and just helicopter, and just <laughs> fucking beating us all up. For context, I was playing. So uh, we all fucking scooped because we're like, fuck this shit. And Preston's like, no, man, I'm going to play this out. And you're like, you ain't going to win. I was playing my Kenrith Hidden Nekusar deck. Fucking bullshit. Garbage. What it was. Garbage. Yeah. So turn five. Fucking wheeled like 500 times with a smothering tithe out. Three, two, three. Fucking guy. Garbage. Fucking garbage. I had a bag of holding. I put a fucking... I put my uh, Ulamog, the Ceaseless Hunger, mm-hmm. when I discarded. And I was like, no. Nah, so it's nah, under the bag here. of holding. <laughs> and JB only had four lands out. Because I, I I was on the play, so mm-hmm. I had five mana. Everybody else was tapped out. Yep. And I was like, no, we're done here. I like, wheeled them. Had so much mana. I had a finale of, devasta- <laughs> finale of devastation in hand, too. Yeah, apparently we didn't get the memo that we were all playing CEDH, apparently. <laughs> it was such a good hand. <laughs> it was beautiful. And actually, Ryan, you killed yourself against me when I killed, when I won. Oh, that's right, because I tapped wrong. No, no. <laughs> oh no, never mind. No. I was thinking at league. There was there was a there was a uh, match at league where I like I had killed myself because I had a pain land open, and I was like, motherfucker. Like, no, well, I'll just kill myself. <laughs> yeah, killed, you... killed myself to fucking counter a spell that was gonna kill me. <laughs> 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 
You commit suicide rather than have them commit murder. Pretty much I did. I think it was against Burn, too. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I was like, yeah, fuck it. Don't worry, bud. I won't let you get that charge on your record. Right? (laughs) No, yeah. You you had that freaking black creature out where you just sack creatures or sack down to two creatures. Oh, yeah, the Archfiend. Yeah. The Archfiend of Depravity. Yeah, because I I pulled out uh, Omnath. Uh, Locus of Creation or? The three color one the nail uh, one yeah, the or teamer. the two color one yeah teamer or gruel no the gruel yeah one. the gruel one okay yeah the rage. red red green green two locus of rage oh, yeah, that's yeah. right that's how you won yep was your sacking so i i i, I played uh Got sacked yeah, no well me on i i played i played a land fetch i got like six lands. I think I can't remember what it was. I think it was reshaped yeah, did. earth or something. Not reshaped shit. No, you did. It was something else where you sack sack whatever lands look for those lands or escape shift. Maybe. Yeah, I think I mean, it, was. it was something. But you. So I grabbed up six, like six. Six fucking. I grabbed beasts. six creatures. I played. I had a uh, one of my creatures that one of our land hunters deals damage, deals one damage. So I played that. Played six lands because they all came in, dealt six damage to everyone, and then. Went to end step and sacked six of my creatures, which dealt 18 damage because Omnith does three for every elemental. It's like, oh, hey, you, you lose. <laughs> yep, it was dumb. So I didn't win. He won, but he lost at the same time. Yeah, it was dumb. So I won with Kenrith. <laughs> yeah, we know you. Your yeah. Kenrith like, sucks. You're flopping the, my your Kenrith is nice. And then the following game uh, made Danny leave as well <laughs> because of that one. I was playing. I had been there for six hours playing Magic. Yeah, because you apparently decided to just randomly show up fucking five hours late. Anyways. And you're saying I was late. I showed up at five. Actually, I was late. My second game, I played my Nicobolas deck, and it was great. I also just got landflocked, so whatever. Started taking things and having a merry old time I did. Not really assault report on my end. I won both those commander games. Fucking blue players. It was good. Yeah, and then we played some modern afterwards too. Yeah, I won one. You won one. Your D and T deck shafted me over game two because yep. you like had Leon land Robert. destruction, bro. Yeah, and I got rid of all my red sources and I had red spells in hands. And I'm like, oh, this is gonna be tough. I only had one out, and that was a sulfur falls in my deck. Yep, did not get to it before I died. Yeah, it was it was great. But then I beat him the third game. Yeah, you did because variants kicked my ass again, <laughs> which is the story of my life. Do you want to give us some results now no. of some prelims? No, not really. But well, I, at but least I will. at least do one prelim. At least do one prelim. I don't want to do any of it, but I will Thank for the so. for the fans, not for you. Oh, okay. For Thank the, you for the fans. For your fans, yeah. Everybody loves JB. Of course. Do they? I'm, I'm very lovable. Do J- they? JB and his cardi sleeves. Yep, my cardi sleeves. We're making this happen now. We are oh making God. this fucking happen. All right. So first up, we had a modern prelim. Go down, and it looks like Jeskai Wurza took it down with a four zero. Anything cool in this one? Uh, portable. New? A single portable hole is in this one. Show you a portable hole. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, that was terrible. Sorry, that was bad. That was bad. Yeah, I don't know. Nothing. Nothing much. Yeah, it's just pretty much the portable hole is the <laughs> the new tech, new ish tech. Wouldn't that technically be a pocket? So then we had some Jund. New Jund. Is it New Jund? It is with Luris. Oh, yeah, with the monkey and DRC. 
Mm-hmm. And so it's pretty. I mean, outside of that, they're just like trading up. I mean, it's Liliana's. Yeah, and, it's really only Gruel with a little bit of hand disruption. That's it. Yeah, because it's just Inquisition and Thoughtseize, and then the black is also for Luris and a, a single Terminate in the side. So I mean, yeah. Oh, and also with this as well, I don't know if you paid attention, but this is also a Jund Urza Saga deck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it has a single Pyrite Spellbomb in the main, a Pithing Needle, and a Nile Spellbomb, and a single Expedition Map. All that can be tutored up with the one of the four Urza's Saga. Oh, and Mistress Bobble. But this is this is fucking bonker balls, man. Like when Jund starts to build a deck to include Urza's Saga. Seems sketch. So how much how much longer until Urza Saga gets banned? I don't know. Like it's not it's not the end of the world, but the only thing I think no, Urza Saga. It's not, but the fact that it's everything ubiquitous. is changing everything to try to mash it in. Like Watsi eventually is gonna be like, nah, okay, everybody's trying to play this too much. We're just gonna fucking take it away. I mean, they have gone on the record in the past talking about ubiquity of cards and decks and stuff. Once once it's in was that fifty five percent of deck decks yeah. or decks lists it gets banned. Just, yeah, that's just when like they bobble's gotta, probably <clears throat> creeping up there too. Yeah. As soon as it reaches that fifty five plus percent, that's when they got like a very serious eye on it. Oh, God. Yeah, we we what was the deck that was what was the BNR that they were Yeah, what was about? the last card that got banned for that? I can't remember. <sighs> yeah, I can't remember. Earl. Was it no, Earl? No. It wasn't Earl. For I know Ubiquity. Earl was creeping up there for that, but that wasn't why Earl got banned. What was it? Fuck, what was it? Any blue spell? Brainstorm historic. I mean, Brainstorm yeah. Brainstorm destroyed historic. That's why it got banned. Yeah. Brainstorm. Brainstorm was shouldn't have been in historic. Goes goes to show you that you know you don't need the fetches to make brainstorm good. See if they would just print lightning bolt and pass to exile into historic too, we'd be fine. Right, like those two. Print cards. all the good one drops, you fucking cowards. No, let's just give all the black and blue cards that are the good ones. Let them be printed. In. Nothing else. No, that's how Watsy is. So anyway, then we had a five color elemental deck. The classic. Yep, nothing new there. No. And then we had uh, Jeskai Control. Anything new in this one? Nope. Uh, this Jeskai Control, mm, is this the... It's got Merktide Regents. It's a blue card, I don't care. Unholy Heat. <laughs> Fuck blue. Well, it has Lightning Bolts, so that's about it. Blood right. Moons, Blood Moons. Jace the Mind Sculptor. Yeah, yeah that pretty much goes in... He's overrated. He's a control deck anyway. Yeah, but that's always one where they're like... Timely Reinforcements on the side overrated yeah they only call this Jeskai for the timely re- reinforcements otherwise this is just is right it, yeah is it moon blue moon yeah I just realized that that's crazy yep so then we had a why is this showing up as Boros hammer time oh because they have a magnetic theft main board uh, that's where the red is what's that's, ma- what's, that's what's weird that's w- theft do? it's one Magnetic Theft is a single red instant attached target equipment to target creature. So you can steal your opponent's... Uh, oh, yeah. So on top of that, we were talking about equipping stuff at instant speed the other skull. day. And we are like, yeah, there's like really nothing that lets you equip at instant speed. Like it's all just one ETBs. Well, guess what? That was when I... I think I already told you guys this too, but this is for our listeners now. There is a card I saw in the binders at J-Dubs when I was perusing... That lets you equip at instant speed. It's called Leon and Shikari. Yeah. It is a thing. 
I found it. It's legit. But it's, it's like a $6 card. But it's one card in the universe. Right, but it lets you equip it instant speed. It's it's like the rarity of getting rid of infect. <laughs> solemnity, bro. Just play Solemnity. There you fine. go. There's, there's your counter, Danny. Or that, uh, what is it, Malira? She gets rid of her, yeah. Yeah. Negates Malira. infect counters, too. Yep. And neg one. Mm-hmm. Uh, put on by opponents, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So then we had an Is It Tempo? No Jace, but instead Brazen Borrowers, Snapcasters, Merktides, Crazy Monkey, DRCs. The Is It Dex are, are super powerful right now. Fuck blue. Right? <laughs> Fuck blue. Blue's dumb. Blue has wrecked the game of magic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. And then we have four color fun shit. Yep. This is the Cheating out Emrakul. Indomitable creativity. Because of this deck, Prismari Command moved up in price as well. And with uh Indomitable Creativity, they're now also starting to put in Sarah's Emissary from Modern Horizons 2. White, white, white four for a seven seven angel. When it ETBs, choose a card type. You and creatures you control have protection from the chosen card type. Yeah, buddy. And then rounding it all out, we had another five-color elemental deck. And it doesn't look like there's much innovation in this deck. It's just pretty much uh, Xeroxed from one to the next. Yep. So that's that's just the, the little snippet from the modern prelim. And now we're going to talk about a dead format, just because I think it'd be cool to change up our mainly modern focus for standard? some of people. No, not standard. Uh, Pioneer. Oh, I was going to say penny, a, penny, penny deck? Or nope, was it we have a Pioneer, Pioneer prelim. Oh, okay. Where's this at? This is all MTGOs. Oh. So it looks like we have two decks that 4 would I didn't know that was possible, I guess, unless they're just lumping two prelims all into one. Probably. But they are both Rakdos decks. Look at the look at the second one, Matt. Tell me. Second one? Alright. Uh I got the first one pulled up. It's a Lyris deck. Stitcher Supplier, Dread Horde, Crooks, uh, Young Pyromancer. Yep. Yep. Same okay, so Yeah, they're pretty much the same deck then, probably. Yeah. Yep, I would say so. Cold Blood Chiefs, Fatal Push, Thought Seize, Village Rights, Dread Boar, K Command, Claim to Fame. Ooh, the second one actually has two Guild Blanks from Strixhaven. Ooh, nice. Black 2, target player discards two cards, then exile all cards from their graveyard. Oh, the first one has a go blank, single go blank in the sideboard. Oh, well, this one's in the main. And he has an ex go blank in the sideboard. So then we had a couple, is it Phoenix? Because, surprise, surprise, everybody tries to jam, is it Phoenix? Even with, uh, oh no, I was thinking historic there. <laughs> God, fucking God. Jeez. Fuck his Wrong okay. set, man. But this is what Is It Phoenix used to look like in modern with Thing in the Ice, Crackling Drake, Arc Light Phoenix. Surprised at only three expressive iterations and four strategic plannings. Well, I think it's probably because strategic plan puts a card in your graveyard where uh, expression uh, iteration does not. And that's right. more important. Yeah, you want to fill that graveyard up. You want to be able to pitch those phoenixes and... You want to fill it up for Merktides, too, because they're running Merktides in there, aren't they? Merktide is not. No, they're not. Pioneer legal. Oh, correct, yeah. See, look at that. I'm thinking modern again. (laughs) Shows how much we talk about this dead format. Let's do it. Let's talk more. Right. Next. Next, we have a Niv Delight. 
very stock compared to what I remember. Got the Bring Delights, the Tulsa Mirrors, a single Tulsa Mirror, Niv Mizzet Reborn, Omnath Locus of Creation, Clothis, Falky, Sylvan Carotid. Yeah, yeah, and it looks pretty, pretty similar. And then we got another Rakdos deck, and we got some Demir Control. Oh, let's look at that Demir Control. Of course. Let's look at the control. Yeah. Kind okay. of a filthy blue player. Has Torrential Gear Hulk, Ashiok Nightmare Muse, and then Dig Through Time and Commit to Memory, Shark Typhoons. I love Baleful Mastery. And honestly, honestly, I'm surprised Baleful Mastery doesn't see more play in more Eternal formats, being a two-mana exile, a creature, or a planeswalker. So then we got a couple Jund Sacrifice decks with your boy Corvold. Yes. All of them are that. And uh, Bolus, Bolus of Citadel as the main main plan because they got a play set of that. The second deck has a single Corvold. Does the first deck have more than one Corvold? Nope. Still one Corvold and still four Bolus of Citadel. God, it's so long it's been since I've played Pioneer. I forgot that Emrakul's Pioneer legal. Yeah, the promised end, the one yep. from Shadows Over Innistrad, not Aeon's Torn. Yeah. So there's a, a four color deck. Running Omnath, the four you know the four color Omnath, and then a single Emrakul. This is just like gr- uh, ramp up to cast hard cast an Emrakul because this is one with Delirium. You put things in your graveyard; it costs cheaper to cast, and then you yeah. and take. Then you a- got Treasure Cruise, Treasure Cruise, and dig through time, man. Pioneer League, right? Those are powerhouse cards. Good stuff. Then we've got another John Sacrifice. Yep, another yep. John Sacrifice. And then rounding it out, we've got a five-color hidden strings. Yes. Vizier of Tubbling Sands. And this also has uh, Thespian Stage and Lotus Field is the the combo with that. Oh, my God. The Thespian Stage is Pioneer Legal. It is Pioneer Legal. So you get a double Lotus Field, rake up your mana, and then you can cash an Omniscience and then just like get everything because it has a peer into the a single peer into the abyss a single dig through time three emergent ultimatums that will get you your omniscience and your other pieces and stuff as well so it's like yeah yeah this is good no no it's not that's dumb i'd make this list oh my god that's dumb you would you filthy blue player (laughs) so that'll do it for our past events and we've got upcoming events oh what stop it with the twitter links matt this is Click the link and you'll be okay. You no. This. You got this, bud. I fucking hate you Twitter. Get, you got this, bud. Twitter's better on the app. Fuck you. I don't want the app. Said the guy who said, I fuck TikTok. Now he's on TikTok. <laughs> Watch. Yeah, I will never get Twitter because I don't know how to work it. You're going to be fucking making all the tweets now. Nope. Yeah, you will. I made a tweet today. Tweet, tweet at us if you want JB to take over the Twitter. <laughs> I did see so, your tweet. And it got so, liked. That, Immediately. That lightning bolt looks so fucking right? good. ALK Alters. Or AKL Alters. So, this is an event on MTG Melee. Yes. So, why did you link the fucking Twitter article and not the damn posting on MTG Melee for me to fucking read? Why don't you go to MTG Melee? I don't know Melee? if you know this, but the boggle desk is your job, sir. I don't give a shit. You <laughs> gave me Twitter link, sir. Exactly. Dick. <laughs> Maybe you'll do your job in the future. So anyway, <laughs> registration's open for the 2021 Nerd Rage Gaming Series events. 
They're on yes. MTG Melee, so go to MTG Melee and look at them because, unlike mm, yeah, unlike, unlike Matt, Mr. Boggle here, unlike Matt, not giving me fucking shit. He gave you everything you need. No, he didn't. He mm-hmm. did. No, he didn't. He gave you the correct links. You just have to click so, on them. So, speaking of dead formats, standard. No, so Pioneer. We've got a Pioneer event coming up locally. A uh, little bit of a drive, but still. You know, easy enough to get to. On September 4th, it's a Saturday, at noon in Waite Park, Minnesota, at Sneak Attacks Games. They're Back gonna have, again? Yep, they're going to have a Pioneer Tournament for a Dual Land. Entry's 40 bucks. Round one begins at noon. Des- de- desk list. Deck lists will be required. Obviously, it's a you know big tournament, whatever. So first place gets a Dual Land. This is all minimum prize support, too. It's all depending on who shows up, but this is bare minimum. First place gets a dual land. Second place gets a booster box of uh, Adventure Forgotten Realms. Third and fourth get a half box. Fifth through eighth get a quarter of a box. Prize support based on 15 players and will increase with more players. And for every 10 players above 15, they'll add a dual. Oh, I didn't read that before. Yep. Every 10 people above 15, they're going to add another dual land. Yeah, buddy. Right now they got 13 people that responded. Yep. And the dual land is still to be decided because they keep they apparently just keep buying and selling them. So it's still to be decided. I guess we'll keep an eye on it, and whenever they post what they're giving away, we will let you know. A quick thank you to Wade for sending me this link before the episode started. So we got another local event coming up here in September on the 18th, and it is at Ultima Gaming in Detroit Lakes. Ultima, rep, rep. Right? So it looks like they're going to be having a commander event called Ultima Dragon Highlander. So it's going to be limited to 64 people, and they're currently at 50% registration. That is awesome. Dope. Right? So they're gonna you're going to be randomly assigned, and through pod-based play, you're going to play to the top four champion table where you are going to compete for huge prizes. They're going to have a bunch of consolation games and door prizes all day long. Like we said, it's limited to 64 people. They're already at 50% capacity. So comment, call, message, something, whatever. Get your place reserved. It's $35 entry fee. Event rules. Well, rule number one is winner cannot be determined until table turn number five. So no CEDH bullshit. So don't be a dick. Links below. Are you guys wanting to attend this? Should we, should you we know, have a This Week in MTG raid on this? Honestly, I think we should. I think this would be fun. This would be fun. Let's do this. This would be fun. Anybody else in the FM area, for Minnesota, what? Upper Lakes area, for the Ultima Dragon Highlander at Ultima on what? September 18th? Um, yeah, let me check my calendar quick. Yeah, it's going to turn out... Uh... Nice! You're free? Yeah, I should be. Dope. Danny? Oh, no. You guys are opposite weekends. Yep. Fuck. Just wait. <laughs> um... <laughs> He's like, I want to ding stomp people with Rith so brutal for to make it work. Actually, we are on the same weekends now. Ooh. Oh, we are? Oh, then you're good then. Because the school switch. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, school. Dope. So, yeah. so yeah, I'm good, so you'll be good. Yep. So you're here to hear it live I'm, first, folks. It, so what the fuck's up next? What's up next? Danny, what is up next? <laughs> I don't know. I'm waiting <laughs> on you fucking guys. <laughs> That was the pass off to you, sir. You that fumbled that. That was absolutely fucking pathetic. 
don't know. I gave that like a, a so seven. I'll give that a seven out of ten. <laughs> I I hardly give it like a two. Hard two. Maybe that's actually no. Take that back. That's a weak two. So the first blog talk, I uh, misclicked the link or deleted the link. Uh, so with the new year teasers are coming out tomorrow. So when you're listening to this, they're out. Check them out. I'm not sure on the schedule on who's doing what. We might be talking about that later. I have not read the show notes. No, you have not. <laughs> ah, so the first blog talk that I'm actually going to read word for word is from Nutella Chan 69. Nutella. Uh, he asks, why was Ragavan allowed to be printed? It's such a broken card for one red mana. Insert JB's comments. It we just don't, shouldn't have We don't dash. care. It'd be fine without dash. We don't care. He already exists in game as a token. Why did he need his own card? Mark replies back. There's no, if you're, legend, if you're a legendary token, you can't be a legendary card. Rule. Ragavan, or Ragavan exists as a card because we thought some players would be happy to see it i like the monkey <laughs> i don't play with them again, so, i don't have i don't have i guess i don't really pay attention to the last set uh, so hear me out about. hear me what out. if i don't want him so ragavan was a legendary token yes and now he's a legendary creature yes so now we need merit lage i was just thinking that <laughs> we already got uh I, but, uh, what, what? but why do we need that? It's already token. No, no, no. The first one that I could think of. Because the they did Ragavan. They opened this fucking wormhole. No, the wormhole was already open. Nissa from Origins made Aisha the world or whatever, a token as a planeswalker. Oh, Ashaya? Ashaya. There we go. Made Ashaya. And then Ashaya became a creature in Zendikar. So that was before Ragavan. And I'm pretty sure there's other ones that happened before then, if that's the case. I guess the question is how long... Like, how many years was it between Origins Ashaya, and yeah, from Ashaya being a token to Origins a creature? Origins was 2016, 2015? Origins? Origins, yeah. Yeah, it was right around 2015, 2016, I want to say. Yeah, 2015, 2016 is when Origins came out, and then Zendikar Rising, new Ashaya came out, so six years. Okay, when was Ragavan? Ragavan was Keladesh, and Keladesh was, what, 20... Seventeen? Fuck, I don't know. So anyways, we'll just move along. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next blog talk and the last blog talk comes from the Artifactor 4 asked, actually more stated, information the public doesn't doesn't have aside, when do you think is the earliest we'll see another return to Ravnica? Like, we need to go back. <laughs> uh, it's currently a one on the Ravaban or Ravaban scale, and it's been close to three years our, from our last visit. Mark replies back, uh, usually the minimum time between visits to world is five years. And again, that's the minimum. It could often take much longer. Dope to know. Five years before return. So this could actually mean very promising things for that uh, Dominaria. Exp- oh, that that's guaranteed. It's not guaranteed yet. It hasn't been official. <laughs> Wait until tomorrow, man. It will be official. Yeah, that seems like a good segue. Along I'm wi- still calling Ixalan. No, it's wrong set. We'll go back to Ixalan. Well, you'll, well, I'm not because saying we, we need some. We need some powered down sets here pretty soon. We need something boring. So, dude, Ixalan's gonna be so powerful that dinosaurs are gonna have fire breathing. Ixalan wasn't powerful the last time. What makes you think returning to it's gonna be any better? It had some uh, Y protein, bro. <laughs> Do 
Those the dinosaurs are on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> they got the needles in their hands. Oh my god, they're fucking shooting, shooting up the roids. And they can only like reach their arms. Got the roid rage. And so their little arms are now gigantic arms. Yeah. Still can't scratch my nose. They don't need to. They'll just use your fucking meat to scratch your nose as they eat you. Oh, yeah. Well, let's jump into these news quickies. Yeah, please. JB, take us away. Oh, shit, I am first. So, beginning the quickies is the news on the Jumpstart release happening August 26th. There will be downtime between tomorrow, or if you're listening to the podcast, it's already happened, at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. In that time, you won't be able to use real-world money or join in matches. Along with that downtime is tomorrow. Uh, uh, tomorrow is the 2021 Magic Showcase happening at 8 a.m. Pacific time over at twitch.tv slash magic. This one's hype. That's where we're going to find out about the new Dominaria set yep. and, and the, the upcoming stuff for Magic. We're going back to Nyx. We're going, going back to... Uh, Kamigawa is the big thing right now that people are expecting. Yeah, that would be dope. Yeah, that, that was the other domain that was taken. Yep, the domain registry. What we talked two weeks ago about that one, I think. That was longer than that. That was like three weeks ago. Either way, it was a either way. Day. It's been a while. We talked about it. We did. Uh, next in the quickies, let's talk about the newest secret lair announced through Hasbro and the return of PulseCon, which is happening October twenty second and twenty third. Matt, you forgot the D in the notes. Um, mm-hmm. I won't forget the D later. <laughs> <laughs> that portable hole is going to come in Cor- come in handy. According to bleedingcool.com, there will be a number of exclusive items for sale during this event, but one we care about is the secret lair, or this secret lair. In it, there are four cards in this drop called Perfection. We have Chain Lightning, Generous, Generous Gift, Heirloom Blade, and Kodama's Reach, all which to pick cats in the Japanese art style. If you look at the generous gift, generous gift, it looks like the elephants from Dumbo when they're drunk off of whatever they're drinking. <laughs> this one's cool because in the flavor text, it the flavor text reads, alas, the Meowtropolis was struck by a devastating catastrophe, leaving the ground littered with debris. Oh my god. The cat puns are real. Pew, 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 pew. And the other one with, with the cat pun is Kodama's Reach. It quotes in the perennial garden, the catnip blooms forever. Do that again. I want to hear, I want to hear you say that again. What? It's so good. Oh, God. Listen to the read play when, we, when you edit this, Matt. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll make a beat now with perennials. Yeah. Well, I will. I had to get the R's in there. The herbs. They'll look really good. I do know people online are a little upset with this because these are all like uh, lower lower priced cars that are getting printed. And if I'm not mistaken, the set is supposed to be selling for about 39 bucks. And everyone's like, that doesn't seem to be worth it. Also, along with that, this is a PulseCon exclusive as well. It you, you, You'd only be able to get it at PulseCon. Not like you're able to with all the other secret yeah. layers where you can go to secretlayer.com. This one can only be done at PulseCon. Yep, yep. So finally in the quickies, we have to mention the update with the Magic Netflix show. According to Deadline.com, the animated Magic show set to be released on Netflix headed 
by the Russo brothers, known for their involvement in Avengers Endgame, is no longer spearheaded by the Russo brothers. Apparently, they left early in the process of the show over, quote, different visions for how to best to adapt the IP, end quote. Now led by Jeff Klein, known for his works on Transformers and The Clone Wars, who is working on a new storyline and expanding on the stories of the Planeswalkers. Read the full article below. Okay, so I'm not mad about that. If he did Transformers and The Clone Wars, those were badass movies. So It's not even it's not even the fact that he did Transformers. It's the fact that he did Clone Wars. Right. Because he has history in animation. Right. Like, the Russo brothers are great directors, but... A lot of their directing is live action with CGI, mm-hmm. not animation. Yeah, that is that is definitely a good point there. I didn't I didn't even think about that. What did the Russos do anything else? Didn't not that I, I I think they've they've mainly what? been with the the MCU. I thought they did an animation. What was that uh, Dragon King on Netflix as well? There, they did something with that one, didn't they? Ah, anyways. I guess we can do a little quick. The animation will be done by Snowball Studios. So let's see what Snowball Studios is known for. <laughs> oh boy, look at here. Yeah, Russo's the, the, did an episode, a paintball episode of Community. Whoa, look at the look at Snowball Studios here. They got a lot of like little known stuff. They got the Muppet Babies. They got a Barbie Dreamtopia Soda Stream. But Disney darlings. if you look at all of them, those are animations. Yeah, they're Is animations. Is that Color Chance of Meatballs? No, it's not. Which one? Uh, right. Right there? Yeah, that's the dude from Cloudy, from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Or no. No, okay. it's not. Never mind. The nose is different. Yeah. Nose yeah, is too pointy. That's what I thought. Face shape, though. Ooh, did they do a Coke commercial? That looks like the guy from Up, that construction guy. Does. Uh, Shinkan and Binui. But either Binui. way. Right. It All these look. are animation, like hard or not hard animation, but they're cartoony animation. Oh yeah, for sure. You can. Well, look see at it. what game is that? FIFA. No, oh, that Call of Duty one or that this one. Yeah. Uh, Polarium. Mm. They done Polarium. They done some stuff for NPC Beer Bear, Feminina, Pelophone, Nissan, Renault, Meitu, Dragon Play. Uh, they done stuff with Google. I mean, I guess, I guess their portfolio is pretty stacked. Yeah, well, all their stuff is solid animation. It's not going to be the Cartoon Network animation. That's two D. This is like three D animation. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited for it. But from that Netflix news, should we talk about some big? detail or big uh drama there we go big drama in the magic community always okay perfect i am so intrigued by this like honestly i got think uh, as soon as i started following up with this like reading more about it i'm like should this be like one of our episodes where we try and like become a deep dive talk to everybody involved and see what can happen from that kind of a thing because what of this? do you mean like we talked to the owner of the company and we talked to the people that sponsored it and stuff, you know, like the, the Jim Davises, the Talia vests and Corbin Hostler and anybody else that was involved and just kind of like compiled you like maybe a 60 minutes kind of a thing with this. I think like that crossed my head. I thought it'd be kind of cool. 
a All for lot. insight. Yeah. I'm I was teasing. like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? I missed the first half. Yeah. We're talking about insight gaming with this big fucking news. And so last week on the 17th, Jim Davis on Twitter had an announcement saying, I am dropping my sponsorship with Insight Esport or at Insight Esports CA. I had high hopes, but I am very disappointed with how they have run their events. They have been delinquent on paying their players and owe me $950 personally. I will update this tweet if and when they pay me. So this is intense because from that is where I found out about other players that had qualms with Inside Esports about not getting paid. We had Dennis the Lettuce saying, sorry to disappoint the haters. Insight appears to have been pulling the wool over our eyes the entire time. If you have a single working brain cell in your head, do not give another dime to this scam. Just going to leave this as well. And then they have pictures of their comp- or their conversation that they had with Insight talking about uh, Insight's sponsors. And Insight went on saying that they're sponsored by Razer Gaming, like the Razer Mouse Company and keyboards and stuff like that, and also Chipotle. But then when... Uh, Dennis the Lettuce asked, said that, uh, asked both those places, hey, do you guys sponsor Inside Esports? They're like, no, we, we don't even know who that is, essentially. Mm-hmm. So that happened. And then minutes after Jim Davis went on Twitter, Talia Vess also said, I'm not participating in any future Insight Esport events or sponsor streams. Insight has yet to honor their obligations to the MTG community. I will only work with organizations that provide positive opportunities, reflect my own values, and honor their commitments. And so that stirred up everybody. And this was big because Insight Esports, we've talked about them on this podcast before. Mm-hmm. They were talking about doing a GP Vegas level event, but then- yep. It was like three weeks ago that we mentioned that they're like, yeah, we're not going to be able to do it anymore because of unknown reasons. And because of how this is all shaping together, it's probably because they didn't have any money if they're not paying the players that played in these inside eSport events on Melee. All in all, what has been going on here is roughly, it is estimated, inside eSport owes 17000 in prize payouts to the players that have participated in all Insight Esport events. That's a lot of money. That's a rough estimate. There's apparently some numbers that were tossed around as much as 20000 as well. Um, that number came in from Wade97 on the Discord. Gross. So. Yeah, if, if you're going to pull a pyramid scheme, don't do it on a large scale like MTG. <laughs> that's what everybody was saying. Like, this is a pyramid scheme. Because essentially, everybody would be putting money in to participate in the events, and then they're just not, they, they weren't able to catch up paying everybody that wanted to get paid like you're so far back and yeah that does seem very pyramid-esque it was uh there's a guy um so over quarantine um people who play pool a lot of them were playing like wanted to play at home well there's this guy on facebook that created a group for online play is this in the fm area no this is united states okay okay but it they, they created a way of playing against the Gauss and all that fun stuff. But with the tournament payouts, he never paid anyone, kept the money, and ghosted everyone. Ooh, shit. Man, yeah. That's a fucking... so, so, so it happens quite often. It's but a Ponzi right there. It doesn't happen. It usually doesn't happen at this scale with this much national attention. I mean, you. yeah, this is, this is rough. Like, 
I don't think anybody wants to try this because it's like Ponzi schemes, pyramid schemes have been proven. Well, I mean, except for fucking like MLMs, which are just another way to call them fucking pyramid schemes. It's it's but like that's besides the point. It's like the movie Catch Me If You Can. I haven't watched that yet. You have not watched that. I haven't seen it yet either. What the f- <laughs> fuck is that? The one with um, I want to Leonardo. Yeah, I haven't gotten around to it yet. Oh no, then I'm not. What's the one that has Jesse? Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, you're thinking the uh, Now You See Me, Now You Don't, the magician movies? Yeah, where they're doing the whole yeah. card thing. No, this, those were good. Yeah, those were good. No, yeah, this one's Catch Me If You Can. This okay. is like from... Yeah, it's an older movie. Early, two, like almost 90s. Like it's Tom Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio. Yep. I'll put it on my Leonardo's list. like our age in this movie. Fuck it. Leonardo's such a, such a guy. He is probably one of the most underrated actors out there. And it just took right? him to get fucked over by a bear. To actually get, get a Grammy. <laughs> right. No, not a Grammy. Oscar. Emmy. Is it Oscar or an Emmy? Grammys are music. Oscars are shows. I thought gr- uh, Emmys. Either way, it was. Emmys are shows. Emmys are shows. I thought uh, Emmys were. Or was it the other way around? I thought Emmys were uh, voice. Uh, fucking Christ. I don't know that shit. But anyways, he got an award. <laughs> Either way, yeah. It's. Yeah, I want to say it was an Oscar. I'm pretty but, sure it was an Oscar. But talking about inside esports and pyramid schemes, they actually came out addressing the issues. And some people at the end of this, they didn't. Call the bullshit. <laughs> yeah, they're like, this doesn't seem very sincere. But that's what everybody says when you try and apologize or whatever online. So this is from the owner of. Former owner of Insights. For, yeah, former owner of Insights, David Davila. So it's addressing the issues to the players in the community of Magic the Gathering. I wanted to address you personally as so many things are circulating the internet right now. I want you all to hear this from me directly and to make sure that I am clear and concise about each and everything I say. I want to start by apologizing for the drama, anger, frustration, and discontentment you have felt due to this situation with my business. I want to apologize to each and every player that has been affected by my late payments. I understand and realize that promises and commitments need to be abided by and followed through. When we say payment within X amount of days, that needs to happen. I understand the frustration we have caused in the community and I am committed to learning from this experience and will do better in the future. I also want to address certain situations which include a Facebook status from, posted from myself, sponsorship, and a member of our staff having allegations against him. So the Facebook status addressing here is, there was a status that I had posted nine years ago that was very upsetting to see. Seeing it has reminded me how much I have grown as a person and how I am disgusted with who I was nine years ago. I wanted to apologize for any hurt for any hurt this status may have caused and any of you this status does not reflect who i am today i do not condone any such language that was used in this status i do not allow nor will i ever allow any type of discrimination bullying or misconduct towards any person or player in our events i believe in an environment that allows for diversity and compel a competition to thrive now this is on to the sponsorships i want to apologize to owen turncoat and other players that i misled into thinking we had certain sponsorships that may that we do not have currently i was out of line to use certain words when speaking about the organizations and i will make sure to accurately identify and speak clearly when discussing organizations in the future we currently work with tier one games and they are our partner moving 
forward. Now, allegations about Robert Santana. Didn't mention this as well. There were sexual allegations about uh, towards this guy that worked with Inside Esports. Robert Santana has been part of our staff from the inauguration of our business. He has helped run events on MTG Melee platform and has been very helpful. He is not currently nor ever has been a partner or owner of this business. The business is owned by myself and me alone. Allegations were brought about Rob today that needed to be addressed. Jana Amari courageously came forward and made the statement concerning how Bob Rob had talked about her and other streamers and how this made her feel. I do not condone this behavior and it is irrefutable. Robert Santana is no longer a part of the organization and will uh, not be allowed to re-enter the organization in any capacity. I stand against any sort of discrimination, misconduct towards anyone. This is not okay. Jana, thank you for stepping forward to tell your story and to tell us about your feelings. To all the haters is what this next part is addressed towards. I want to clarify my comment about haters that I made in a Discord announcement days ago. This was in no way towards any player that was asking for payments or giving me feedback. As a business, we receive a lot of quote-unquote hate mail, and this has nothing to do with our player base. I want to apologize for the comment as it was unprofessional and was unnecessary. Just wanted to clarify that this was not towards any not towards our player base. Rather, this was towards persons who send me death threats and wish ill upon my children. What are we doing now? Right now, we are fulfilling our commitment to players that have won prizes in our events. We are actively working on this and will not stop until this is completed in its entirety. Sam Rolf posed the question in our Discord, what are we going to do to make this right by the players? Each player who received a late payment is also receiving an additional 5% onto their prize. We are also going to host a free $1,000 event for each player who received a late prize. Payouts are guaranteed within 48 hours and is free of charge for each player. Final statement. I want to apologize again about the drama that has been created surrounding us. I do not wish to leave the Magic community this way. I love the magic community and i only started this business to help serve this community i know that it will take time to rebuild trust among the community and i am committed to doing so no matter how long it takes i am committed to any process require required by mtg melee to ensure that we are doing everything up to standard i want to provide a great inclusive welcoming and competitive experience for any players any length i need to go through to do this i will do before anything happens with events, we need to be 100% caught up with every late payment and ensure that no other players are affected by late payments ever again. We have taken the necessary steps while working with Tier 1 games to ensure we do not ever experience these issues again. I want to shout out MTG Melee for supporting us, and we have kept the owners in the loop through this whole process, and we are committed to doing well by them for as long as we run events on their platform. They certainly are revolutionary revolutionizing the way we play magic from the comfort of our homes. I want you all to know, I alone take responsibility for all the circumstances, situations, and misunderstandings and commit to doing better in the future. If you never give me the chance to show you change, I understand. But I hope you see the progress over the coming months, years that we operate as tournament organizers for magic. Thank you all for the TLDR, but the next announcement from us 
will be with our commitments being made true upon for each player who is affected by this. I look forward to this announcement soon and we have and what we have in store for our next series of events afterwards. So there was Inside Esports going on and making their apology. But if I'm not mistaken, it's unfortunate. Like I know we were super hyped when Inside Esports started to come up as another host of at-home events and it's just kind of like it's a little shitty to see that this got to this point and if nobody like jim davis or talia vest came out to kind of oust inside esports like how long would these payments have gone on for not getting fulfilled you know yeah it's probably would have been quite a while does is, yeah i don't know like I, i've said this before i'm very cynical when it comes to, sh- to shit like this but is it just primarily because of getting put on blast? Yep. Did do you that's think exactly, David... that's exactly why people like this are gonna do this until they get caught? And once they get caught, they're like, "Okay, I'm sorry, I won't do it again. I'm working on myself. Uh, I had front unforeseen things come up. It's the same excuse because it's the same kind of person who does this." Every single time. Which is really unfortunate. It is. But like I said, you you this person picked the wrong format to do it in. Yeah, yeah. Magic players are very good at like like calling out bullshit when they see it. And if this is the case, like some of these payments go back a while that they didn't fulfill. Yep. And how it lasted this long then is like whoosh. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well you're gonna try and uh ponzi off some magic nerds who are most likely gonna catch your bullshit before you're even done with your bullshit like they play magic for a living do you really think they're just gonna get caught off guard by this easy ponzi scheme right and with you know like 950 bucks what jim davis said he was owed like that's i don't know it's a lot of money that that is a lot of money (laughs) that is a lot of money uh so MTG Melee did respond to the Insight debacle, announces a strict payout policy because of this, according to the MTG Arena Zone. Uh, An event organizer that held dozens of events on MTG Melee over the past year would dissolve would be dissolved in response to the allegations of non-payments and other misconduct. So they are uh, dissolving as a company. We mentioned that. Uh, The situation has been slowly brewing over the last month, and some users of the MTG Melee platform were upset that they hadn't issued any kind of statement concerning the problems with Insight. So on the 20th, Melee published a brief statement, and that statement is... It has been brought to our attention that players participating in tournaments on Melee have experienced delays in receiving prize payouts. The delay in payouts are unacceptable, and we take this issue very seriously. We stand by the players who trust our platform and who have participated in these tournaments. Thank you for your patience as we sort through these recent events. We have discussed this issue internally and will be implementing policies to ensure something like this never happens again. At Melee, we pride ourselves on delivering service that services with integrity and accountability for users since learning of the events that took place we have taken several steps including suspending the organizer that had delayed payments from running tournaments on melee until they made amends with their community to start all future tournaments with entry fees will require hard deadlines for payouts failure to meet payout 
dates will result in suspension. We will be implementing this and other new policies shortly and we'll announce them here on the website link here. The goal of this policy will be to give play will be to give players more information to make choices about the organizers they support and promote transparency. Melee.gg started right as the pandemic started and we are internally grateful to the players and organizers that helped grow us in leaps and bounds over the past 18 months. We are still a very small company. The three of us are doing our best to promote the game we love and give competitive magic a home when it is impossible to do elsewhere. We look forward to all of that. We look forward to all of the rest 2021 brings. So yeah, new policies, having hard, hard deadline dates. But I mean, I'm trying to think like a hard deadline date to get the payouts if they don't do the payouts, they just get suspended. They can't do it on there. I mean, the players that participated, they're still not going to get paid necessarily. Like, yeah, you're suspended and you can't do tournaments on here until they're paid. But again, cynic in me. I don't, I don't know. I got. I guess I got good faith in like the magic community as well that they're not. The vast majority of people are not going to be trying to like screw over the other players and just take their money and run. I mean, the fact that David from inside esports went out like even though he got count caught he didn't have to make any kind of statement about this he could have just i cut the fucking money just gonna well, ghost it's, everybody it's, it's one of those things that if he wanted any feature in this sport per se you have to come out and apologize otherwise you are no one as that person who stole thousands of dollars and you will never have business ever again Right, because yeah, it would it would follow you outside of magic. There's no way something like this would not. Yeah, so it, you have to apologize and hope like heck the people forgive you. Otherwise, you are sol. Is there any federal or government organization that keeps an eye on stuff like this? Um, it'd be. That's a good question. Right, like I imagine when it comes to money involved, and now that's at like twenty k. Anything this, above what, like two thousand, is like misdemeanor level or something. Yeah, because anything less than two thousand, small claims. Right. Since this is technically, this would technically be a felony because he's dealing with people who are from different states. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. This is crossing state lines. Yes. So this would be f- probably. I'm not sure FBI would ever be pulled into this. It might be IRS with I think like, more of a brand. Like a fraud. Oh. Yeah. Fraud a fraud um, department of a sorts. Fraud department some sort of IRS or borough uh, a borough um I guess wouldn't be bureau. Would it be a bureau that would deal with that? Some sort of FBI department that would deal with it. Right. I don't know, some sort of scam there has to be something for this because you know you call you call for whenever you get scammed for those windows calls like you got to update your windows and stuff like that yeah like that is uh something that the fbi takes in and accounts for so i mean it wouldn't be too far of a stretch to think that they would also be looking into something like this that would be my guess it'd be somewhere along those lines just due to the fact that it technically would be a felony because it's Dealing with multiple people from different states. Right. It's the, the crossing state lines. Yeah. Which is always the, the, the heaviest hitter when it comes to punishments. Yep. If you can do anything illegal, don't do it across lines or state lines. 
Well, speaking of state lines, this is a bad segue. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's jump over to the finance section, unless you guys got any like final statements on the Inside Esports no. debacle, drama, shenaniganery. No. Okay. Just don't do it. All right, don't be a dick. <laughs> Perfect. Boom. Couldn't have said it better myself. We so, could have. You just didn't. So let's move over to the weekly winners, which is an amazing article by mtgstocks.com, where on Friday they come out with a list of cards, three to five cards that are moving up in price that they want everybody to pay attention to, and three to five cards that move down in price that they want everybody to pay attention to. So starting this week's list off, we have Omen of Fire. It is a red, red, three instant return all islands to their owner's hand. Each player sacrifices a planes or a white permanent for each white permanent he or she controls. This was originally printed in Alliance and only printed in Alliance. The card jumped up 83%, now chilling at $14.60 as of Friday, but the market price on this card is $8.43. Average price is still $14.75, so that's kind of showing more of a online push to to sell or a potential buyout of this card it is on the reserve list so you know that's that's always a thing with this when when reserve list cards move up like this it's just it's a reserve list card and that's primarily because of it uh it doesn't see a lot of play on uh edh rec stats and stuff so yeah leaning more towards the reserve list buyout kind of a thing there Next in the weekly winners, we have Sarkon Unbroken, which is from Dragons of Tarkir. It is red, blue, green, two for a four loyalty Sarkon Planeswalker. Has a plus one of draw card, add one mana of any color to your mana pool. Has a neg two, put a four four red dragon creature token with flying on the battlefield. And then it has neg eight, search your library for any number of dragon creature cards and put them onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library. This card has moved up 43%, now chilling at $16.63. Market price is $12.97, but the average price is just shy of $20, so it's moving up there. Foil prices of Sarkhan from Dragons of Tarkir is $38.97. This has had one other printing, but it was the War of the Spark Mythic Edition. That whole thing that happened during War of the Spark. People not getting their boxes and shit like that. But that is valued at $100 right now. But the market price is 33 So I don't know what that necessarily means and stuff. But what Sarkon is doing on the list right now is dragons are very popular in the current commander ethos. Even though, according to EDH Rec, Sarkon Unbroken doesn't see a lot of play in, in dragon-style decks. Like, it's on the low 30% index, ranging from Tiamat to the Ur-Dragon as, as cards in the 99, with it showing up primarily more in the Ur-Dragon, but that's because Tiamat's pretty new. But because of Dragons, Sarkon is moving up. And if you got one, eh, maybe you'll be looking to drop him soon. Next in the weekly winners, we have Aggravated Assault from Onslaught. This is Red 2 Enchantment. You pay three red red, untap all creatures you control. After this main phase, there is an additional combat phase followed by an additional main phase. Activate this ability only ability only anytime you could cast a sorcery. It has jumped up 30%, now chilling at $35.99. 
And this has also had another printing in the Explorers of Ixalan set, and it had a masterpiece Amonkhet Invocation printing. Uh, both of those, pretty high in price. The Explorers of Ixalan version is $32, and the masterpiece is $82. Foils for the Onslaught version are $91. Market price for Onslaught is $22, so a little cheaper there. But this is moving up in price primarily because of, you guessed it, Commander. It has some good synergy with new car Wolfgar Icewind of Dale from the AFR Draconic Rage deck. More combat steps equal more damage, which equal good wins. Good wins. <laughs> more combat, more damage, more face beat. Exactly. <laughs> it, it just screams that kind of a card already, so. Me beat you with big stick. Or big dragon. Or big giant. Hell, you could even do spiders. Jund spiders. You could beat with spiders. Squirrels. Goblins. Gods. You can beat with gods. You could beat with everything with a masked nexus. You can. <laughs> you can. All creature types. That's all that matters. Get your masked nexuses, y'all. But, uh, JB... You want to give us some cheap pickups now? Sure. So we've got cheap pickups, uh, MH2 edition. So first up is Sanctum Prelate, and this is the buy box version for MH2. It is sitting at $10 and slowly trending down still. Next up is Subtlety, sitting at $9.99 and slowly trending down because nobody wants to play it. Yeah, this is the least played out of all of them. And then, last but not least, this one, the price still shocks me. We have Cabal Coffers. The MH2 print is $25, and it is stabilized out. So if you want to get Cabal Coffers for something, if you've been waiting because it's been too expensive, get it now. Right. I really don't see this going any cheaper. I feel like we've hit the bottom line, and it's only going to go up from here. TCG player has some for $19. Oh, jeez. Snap them up. Do it. Yeah. Near Mint, 2150 Near Mint, 2150 Near Mint, 2090 Yeah. Cabal Coffers is a super popular card. And if, you know, y'all remember, fucking, it was like $120 at one point. Mm-hmm. $150, $150 card. We've seen these kind of cards with, you know, Force of Wills, Jace the Mind Sculptor. They dip down low enough, but then they start to creep back up. Price memory. It, it, it's a thing. And even though, like, Jace doesn't get seen play in Modern or Legacy, it sees, like, if anything, more fringe. No, it sees more, like, it'd probably see more Modern play than EDH play. But either way, like... It went. It dropped to like forty bucks, and now it's moving up. It's almost sixty, right, Jace? Yeah, it's going back up. Like my, I'm seriously thinking about trading my double masters print off. Yeah, it's moving up. Same thing that happened with Force of Will that dropped to like sixty dollars, and it's now back up to a hundred and twenty or whatever. Like Cabal Coffers is a card in need. Magic players, Magic EDH players primarily are going to be wanting this, and this isn't even including now that it's in uh, modern, the modern format. Like, maybe as soon as Innistrad comes out, there's going to be a solid mono-black aggro-style deck that wants to do Urborg Cabal Coffers synergies. Right, that's what I was thinking. That's what comes to mind is you pair this with Urborg and... Yeah, I mean, Great Merchant of Asphodel. Shit, yeah. Great Merchant of Asphodel seems like a good slide in, slot in for, for something like this. Ah, good old Gary. It's a powerful card. It's a very powerful card. Right. 
and I guess with uh, mentioning Innistrad here, like Matt's specs of the the week, start looking at zombie cards. Zombies are going to be a fucking thing. So Rooftop Storm is probably going to be popular again. This is one of those times where it's like, it's going to be hard to tell what zombie cards get printed. Like, are we going to see a uh, Gravecrawler printed back again? That seems pretty powerful. I don't know if Standard's going to be having it, but... Zombie cards, old school zombie cards. Diagraph Colossus, Diagraph Captain. Uh, Bloodgast zombie. Bloodgast is a vampire. Yeah, that's what I was, well, vampires are a thing. They are, there's going to be vampires in Innistrad. Yep, in Crimson Vow. I mean, you'll probably see some in the Midnight Hunt because Midnight Hunt is first coming right. out in September. And then Crimson Vow is October. So, like, you're not going to be losing out if you're going to be picking up, like, whatever the patron of the vein is, the one that steals counters. Like, that's only been printed once in a commander set. If they print that in the Crimson Vow commander set, yeah, yeah, you're down, but it's a very powerful card. It steals all counters and puts plus one counters on itself. I'm pretty sure it's patron of the vein. That's what that one is. No, that wouldn't get it, because that was on Ixalan. Which one? Alenda. Ooh, yeah. Ixalan is primarily where the white, uh, white, black... Vampires yeah. are. Innistrad is red, black. Yeah. Boo. Another uh, another type of card. Spirits are always going to be popular. Like, what are the chances they're going to be printing spell queller? So, if you could pick yourself up some spell quellers right now and specking specking hard for like whatever spirit decks come out, I don't think you're going to be too sad on that turnout. And already, like spell queller is just a solid card in Azorius style control decks. Like, it's really good in spirit decks in right. modern. You also see it getting played in EDH as well. Yeah, spell is a thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, look at uh, zombie cards, especially right now. Just because there's the zombie deck coming out, it's the Coven Counters and what was the, what the other EDH deck coming out with Midnight Hunts? It wasn't Werewolves. Oh, they already announced them all? Yeah, we talked, I think it was when you were coming when we talked about oh, that, that could one. could be. I don't remember them. Danny, what was the other one? It was Coven Counters, which is the green-white one, and then it was a black... uh, Probably black-red. Was it black-red? Most likely. Dude, I have a memory of a gnat. All right. Well, zombies, check them out. But here we are at the two-hour mark, and we don't have a deck of the the week. I know. I was just looking like 10 minutes ago. I'm like, fuck, we don't have a deck of the week. So I feel that's a good cutoff. It's a little after 9.30 now. Damn it, so. here I was going to be like, ah, see, we're going to go way past 9.30. You fucker. Now Danny can make his phone calls. No, that's only if she calls. Oh, she'll, she'll call back. We'll, we'll, Maybe. We'll read this probably, quick. She's probably in bed. So thank you to all you legendary magic folk for making it to the end of episode 102 of This Week in MTG. Make sure to follow us on where better podcasts can be found, like Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. We record the podcast live every Monday night around 7 o'clock on Twitch and YouTube. Go there, follow, subscribe so you get notifications. And you can find us online in a bunch of different places. You can check out the website thisweekinmtg.com where it links to all of our stuff where you can find the Moxfield, Reddit, Facebook, Patreon, all that jazz. And speaking of Patreon, let's thank those Patreon members that are giving us money to make content. Thank you so very much. We're glad that you're enjoying us. We think you're enjoying us. And then finally, J-Dubs, Sports Cars and Gaming. Go check them out and tell them thank you for supporting these schmucks with microphones. 
But if you guys have nothing else to say, nope. then we will call this an episode. Toodles. I think we can call it more of a shit show than an episode. But Potato tomato. <laughs> <laughs> there you go again with that bullshit. Potato tomato. Catch you guys next week. Bye. See ya. It was such a good hand. <laughs> <laughs>